0: So beautiful human thanks for joining our conversation with lauren gray tiktok star pop star really she's now an independent artist we have a lot to discuss including her latest single piece of work being independent her life love and everything in between please subscribe to this podcast share it with those you care about and yeah enjoy here we go I, I was watching your TikTok, five nine. Like you could be taller. Like no offense. Like maybe you want to be oh. tall. But you could <laughs> I, be. You're right. I could. And your and life could be way f- harder.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I can wear heels and like not look insane. Like a giant. Yeah, that yeah. would be. It always made me really insecure being like tall. Yeah. And now that everyone else is caught up, I feel better about it. But. Yeah, it still catches people off guard
0: everybody else is caught up okay let's dive in hello beautiful human i am zach that is dan Yo. and uh that's lauren gray Hey. Woo. when you mean caught up you mean letting the internet know or making them aware because i guess when they first saw you post they were like oh sister's huge
1: well everyone when they meet me in person never expects me to be i get too things that people say it's either oh wow you smell good or you're a lot taller than i thought you were gonna be so uh. it's one or the other or both
0: do you ever go out without makeup on
1: um where i live yeah because yeah. no one really cares i don't i don't live in the city Got it. um but other than that nah i mean i do it every morning it's just you know part like, of my routine it, it, <laughs>
0: like you showcase both sides of yourself online though pretty consistently
1: yeah yeah it, it, were you always like that no, <laughs> absolutely not. It took a while.
0: What side did you showcase more heavily?
1: Definitely the glam side. I mean, that's just what I'm comfortable with. But, yeah, now that I'm getting older, you know, I'm I'm kind of starting to feel more comfortable with myself.
0: Can you do your own glam?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I do it every day.
0: Do uh, yourself, 100%?
1: Yeah, 100%.
0: Impressive. Yeah. Impressive. <laughs> but what what breeds... Or, like, what leads to you giving less? Is it just the fact that you've been doing this since 2015?
1: I just don't care anymore, man. So many people have tried to tell me what to do and what to look like. I just don't care anymore. Nothing bothers me.
0: Nothing bothers you?
1: (laughs) Not really. Not on the internet, no.
0: (laughs) As you chart this career, because you're, congratulations, you're a newly independent artist.
1: Thank you, yeah.
0: As of February. Yeah. Piece of Work's a great record.
1: Thank you. Yeah, it's the beginning of um, what I think are even better songs. So yeah,
0: really, like what changes between you being a Capitol virgin and you being independent that leads to piece of work?
1: Everything, um, <laughs> dude. I I went from I signed a Capitol when I was sixteen, and obviously it's exciting because it's Capitol. It's Capitol. It's you know it's a big move. Um, but then once you're actually in it, it's a lot different than what it's made out to be. And for me, it was a little bit disappointing mm-hmm. because uh, if you're not doing what what they expect from you or if you're, you know, in my case, growing up and, you know, wanting to mature and break out of this um, sort of my story, kid's bop yeah. vibe, um, it's not always perceived well. And Queen, which was actually... My best performing song um, to date, other than "Anti Everything," that was my idea, my treatment. Everything was me, and it was on. Like by the label, you know, yes, it was on. It was too mature. It was too sexy. It was too much, and nobody listened to me. And I feel like I was never on the same page with anyone. Mm. Um, and, and no one takes you seriously when you're me. <laughs>
0: well, Ever? Why? Um, but, but you built this from nothing, no
1: yeah you would think that that people would be able to sort of uh, wrap wrap their heads around that and think, "Oh, maybe this girl does know something, but no, um I just constantly got shit on
0: <laughs> what did you expect from it?
1: um, I think I just wanted to be heard, and I didn't really have any expectations. I just was hoping that you know I was entering the music scene. I knew absolutely nothing to be completely honest. Um, I was just looking for guidance, but it wasn't guidance that I w- that I received. It was either this way or no way, and it was uh, a shocker.
0: What did they expect from you?
1: Um, to be honest, I can't really tell you because I thought that what I was doing was what they wanted, but there was um, there was a lot of weird. <laughs> like, all of my budget was spent on the worst songs, and then when it came to stuff that I actually felt good about there was no there was no nothing for it I remember for Queen my mom took the single art photo on my iPhone on portrait mode and I put it in black and white because there was nothing happening no budget no nothing it was like if you want this to work you're gonna make it work and that was basically every song after the first single really yeah yeah and it was pointless it was And they knew it they knew it was a pointless it was pointless for me to be there um you know we weren't on the same page at all i had maybe one person that was rooting for me in the beginning um the guy who signed me my a and r and then you know he's no longer there and then there was a whole new team that didn't know me didn't really get to know me yeah and there was just a huge disconnect and i just wanted to do my own thing desperately
0: so what do you learn from all that that you take with you into piece of work
1: Um, well, Piece of Work was actually a song that I wrote while I was with Capital, and I was really lucky that they gave me the master for that song because I really wanted it because I thought it would be a great lead into everything that I'm doing. Um, But yeah, I I just had that song in the vault and I was like, this would be a really cool one to, to sort of kick everything off.
0: So they knew that song existed, and they still let <laughs> they you go. Sure did. Yeah, they sure did. But you got it back. That's pretty cool.
1: I did, yeah, because I think that they kind of... I mean, I never did anything to, you know, tarnish the relationship. I I, I did what I was told. It just wasn't working out.
2: I'm picturing just, like, a bunch of old men telling you what you are and That's what the exactly people your age want to, want to hear.
1: Absolutely. That's exactly what it is. And I feel like, for me, I... I mean, not to toot my own horn, but I did do everything this far myself. I didn't really have any marketing from them. It was all me and, you know, my platform. So it was a lot of old men telling, you know, 16, 17 year old Lauren that, you know, this is what you need to do. And it just was not aligning with what I thought was cool. I mean, I cried the night my first single came out. I hated it. My parents were there and I was so upset. I hated the video. I hated everything about it. I was not excited. I knew people were going to on it and it's really hard to come back from that <laughs> it really is because you know you can always you can only tell people so much that wasn't me that's not what i wanted for myself um but yeah i just kind of have to pick up the pieces now and move forward and yeah you
0: know. so why do you come back what to music yeah i mean because like if you're it's discouraging right like putting out something that people think is attached to your reality but mm-hmm. the reality is like it's not like it's so far from who you yeah, are Yeah, and
1: i think that that's a big part of it. I enjoy doing it. And uh, after I left, I sort of got this um, group of, of people and producers and writers that I really, really connect with. And it was the first time that I felt like people listened to me beyond um, social media, Barbie girl, and actually like, listen to what I had to say, and um, what I wanted to create. And that kind of reignited everything for me and made me passionate about my own project again because for a while there I was so over it. I was like, man, I'm never gonna get to actually make what I wanna make or what I think is cool because, you know, whatever I do, nobody's gonna like it. It's not up to their standards. So
0: Yeah, there's forces like that yeah. are larger than you that are at play Absolutely. that are holding you back.
1: Yeah. What's the first thing that
2: you put out? Is it my story that you Yes. My story. I hated it. But why in that situation why did you even record it Did they like force you in a booth and say you're Um, recording this
1: so it's a really messy entanglement my manager at the time was also my boyfriend's manager and he had managed him since he was like 14 and i was sort of roped into that he's actually credited that manager's credit is credited as a writer oh, on my story. Oh that's my how God. entangled oh, that's it gross. was.
0: That's very uh, It's not double kosher.
1: dipping. It's not professional. And it's really unfortunate. But like I said, I was new. I didn't understand. And I trusted these people. Um, and I made that mistake four times with four different managers before I was in a situation where I actually am taken care of. <laughs> wow. Yeah.
0: You had four managers between that guy and where you're at today?
1: I had four managers from the beginning to um, now I'm one number five and I've been here for a year and everything's been going great. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I had first manager taking money from me. Second manager, um, I don't even, it was just shady all the way around. It was weird. Third manager, um, yeah, I was writing all my songs <laughs> for some reason. Um, fourth one really messed me up because, um, he made me feel like I wasn't it was really weird. I don't even know how to explain it. It was, it was, it was abusive. It was crazy. He made me cry and um, yelled at me in front of people. And it was a whole what? mess of a situation. And tried to alienate me from my family. And uh, it was a whole mess. But it took a lot of learning and a lot of being in really situations really young to figure it out.
2: I cannot imagine going through that as a teenager.
1: Yeah. Holy <laughs> Yeah, it was a lot, and I trusted a lot of the wrong people.
0: It's easy to do that.
1: Yeah, it is, and, you know, obviously my mom was out here with me, but my mom isn't a stage mom. She doesn't get it, you know. She's not, she's not in it, so if, if I'm trusting someone and she thinks that they have the right intentions as well, then, like, yeah, you know, and we were so family with these people that it just, it was, yeah, a lot of backstab.
0: You truly are just a normal human being from Pottstown, Pennsylvania.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: and yeah. Y- you get famous on musically, like you used to make videos with hats on, like yeah, the opposite of what we see here today.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've always just been trying to figure it out, and you know, I started when I was 13, and a lot, <laughs> and happens. it happens, but I, I feel like I'm in a good place, and I'm glad that I've, I went through all of that to figure out this.
0: Well, because now you're fully free.
1: Yeah, which is a really crazy feeling because I didn't even think that that was an option. But
0: but, but it is scary, yeah?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, because now it's up to me to make things happen and um, front costs when costs are tight and when it, it can be hard to find a budget and, and things like that to make cool stuff. Um, that's the problem with being independent. But also when you're with a label, sometimes they don't even want... You know they have more of an input, so it's give and take. But I, I'm I like the position that I'm in right now.
0: The music video.
1: <laughs> it's
0: crazy because like when I see you and I get your vibe and I knew you pre piece of work, I feel like the path like for you is kind of clear. Like you really could be a traditional pop star. Yeah, truly. And I you channel Jessica Simpson in that music video if I've ever seen it.
1: Yeah, kind I mean, of. Yeah, that was the inspo. Um, Jessica Simpson, obviously Britney, um, just that classic pop star. That's what I love. I love dancing. I love performing. And I I was having this conversation the other day that a lot of um, previous managers that I had, one specifically, really ingrained it in my head that I needed to be writing music that was um, deep and powerful. And if I wasn't writing, you know, something that really meant something to me, then I, you know, I'm not passionate about music. So I was really trying to oh. dig deep and, and making music wasn't fun anymore because I was, you know, revisiting things that I didn't even want to write about. So piece of work and, and what I'm writing now is I, I just want to have fun. I, it doesn't have to be this big soul search. I just want to have fun with my friends and make music that I like and dance and I don't think that I have to necessarily like dig into my traumatic past and write about it you know and I've had to like find where I fit and where I fall in um making music
0: that's you know it's interesting that you say that like because a lot of people like even would try to give false meaning to their really shallow songs
1: yeah no I just want to write a shallow song what's wrong with that <laughs> i just want to dance and that's like, okay it's fine and obviously i have moments where i want to write about uh, you know different things in my life but like man i just want to write about dancing i'm happy right now i have a great boyfriend i have great friends i'm at a great place in my life and it i want to be shallow like yeah and there's, not? nothing, wrong with there's that. nothing wrong with that i'm not going to sit here and tell you that piece of work is this deep meaningful song it's not it's just fun like what's wrong with that
0: not one bit <laughs> and it's a great record thank you it really is good by the way can't do it featuring sweetie another great record of yours i really like like you have yeah. some good songs nobody to yeah.
2: love is a phenomenal song too
1: thank you yeah. yeah we're just sort of building up right now i'm working on an album which i'm really excited for um my friends that um i've been working with are incredible um, producers and writers, and they get it, and I feel like we've really been able to curate a sound, which I was looking for for so long.
0: <laughs> what is it? How would you describe it, the sound? Um,
1: so, it's definitely pop. We have some really cool guitars. They're actually like uh, like a punk rock group. There's like three guys and they like got the hair and the crop top and the <laughs> eyeliner. So, it's sort of like piece of work blended with their style, which... Cool. Um, is what I, you know, what I, what's the word I'm looking for? Anyway. It's okay. Is it Resignate? Yeah,
0: a Resignate. It's music you resonate yeah, with. First of all, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, sure. Go with, Dan. <laughs> with that. I wouldn't trust Dan one bit But I I, knew, with I know that word, and gonna, that makes sense. I was
1: going to see if that made sense. I don't want to say anything. that sounds silly. But, yeah, I, I really resonate with the sound that they have, and I want to bring my own thing to it. So, yeah, we've been making some really sick, we've got like dance breaks and some really cool sh- so I'm, I'm excited
0: who are the three guys
1: so their names are bardo cole and brent and their band is beauty school dropout and they're the coolest people i've ever met they're so much cooler than me
0: how do you meet them
1: <laughs> um so it was a session that was set up um not through capital but i i just show up you know that's how <laughs> sessions work they're on your calendar and you show up and most of the time you don't like the song and you've wasted time but I really really loved working with them and they actually listened to me which never happens because people take one look at me and go nah I know what you should be doing and then I leave with with nothing so yeah I found the people that I like and I've been sticking with them
0: What do you think fuels that like instant judgment?
1: (laughs) I don't even know I think it's just the way that I look it's really unfortunate too because I feel like I feel like people just take one look at me it's the same with the label it's the same with the internet it's it's always been the same story of people take a one look at me and they're like nah this is where you belong and i feel like i have so much more to offer than that i posted a TikTok, um that i that i you know finished my first semester of college with straight a's and if you read the comments on that people will believe anything but the fact that i could actually get an a like no, she's paying for it. She knows someone. I'm going to community college. You don't know, just pay people in community college. Um, Why, though? I don't know, Is dude. it?
2: You, you mentioned Barbie before. Is it because they look at you like this tall, blonde Barbie girl? And they're like, she. she's not smart. She she's has no stupid. talent. Yeah. She's just a pretty tall, blonde girl. She can't tall, do anything.
1: Girl. Just sit there and be cute. And if you try to do anything else, no. And that's been the case pretty much my entire life even before social media it's, it's always been that way and i feel like i'm constantly trying to prove myself That's and fun. i don't really care anymore like it, if i want to write a shallow song i'm gonna be shallow i'm gonna dance on a car and be like oh yeah look at me i'm so hot it, like i'm sick of trying to prove to people that there's more to me if they don't want to believe yes. it then they don't
2: do you think it's just the like Adults or do you think that your audience started with with you when, when you were so young and they're seeing you now? And they're like, whoa, what's happening to the old Lauren?
1: They I think a lot of them get it Obviously the older you get when you start so young people are gonna see the transition most of my audiences has seen Actually a, a, a positive change I think even from like my music and and now that I found a stable group of friends and they can see that I'm happier um, but there's a lot of adults that really hate me. It, you would be so shocked. I I posted a, a TikTok promoting the music video, and there was, like, grown-ass women duetting the video, finding anything that they could think of to say. And I was like, man, y'all are so bored. Mm-hmm. Y'all will believe anything other than that I can, I can do something.
0: <laughs> when you look back at, like, how you got here, what do you attribute the success to?
1: Honestly... I worked really hard. I, I, I moved out here with my mom, and I, I was consistent, and I kept doing it. I mean, my parents aren't rich. I don't. I wasn't handed anything, and I also think that's what people assume a lot of the time is that I was, you know, sort of came out of this factory of blonde white girls that are, you know, pushed into a record label. That's not what happened. Um, my family made a lot of sacrifices so that I could be here. Um, my dad lived on his own for almost three years. My parents are still together. Like, <laughs> wow. you know, we only saw him a couple of times. But I think I, that made me want to work even harder. And I was never satisfied with where I was at. I've always wanted to do more and be more and prove to people that I am more, um, which is exhausting. But,
0: but it takes intelligence to get here.
1: I think so. I mean, I'm not allowed to be smart, but nope. I, I think it takes a little Can't bit do of something. That. No, not me, not me. Anyone else?
0: Does the date March 25th, 2020, matter to you?
1: Well, what day is that?
0: It's the day you became. Well, it's technically the day that you were dethroned as the most followed person <laughs> on TikTok. <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh, I don't even
0: remember. Your reign um, lasted a year and five days.
1: Okay, can I just say something? Yes. My reign only existed because Lisa and Lena deactivated. They were the number one. And then they deactivated their TikTok. So I was number one by default.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but you lasted a year.
1: Oh, yeah. Go me.
0: I mean, that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't don't really care. And I know that anyone can say that and be really hurt and affected by it, but I don't. I just want to have fun.
2: I believe you when you say that yeah you can tell some people are lying when they say that but i actually believe when you say you don't (laughs) don't care
1: like i remember my comments were flooded that that charlie passed you and i was like cool charlie's 16 at the time i think she was like 15 or 16. i was like cool let her have her moment i mean i'm i'm doing other things and um obviously i'm grateful that i have such a huge platform on tiktok obviously it's gotten me so far and that's awesome but i just don't care and it, it never stood out to me as like a, a moment
0: does somebody come to you and say hey just want to let you know you're no longer number one
1: um pretty much the whole internet yeah, <laughs> pretty much <laughs> um but yeah it was all right
0: how often do
2: you look at numbers or are numbers not important at all in terms of like both followers and how many likes did this get or what's the response
1: i've tried to to stop checking as much um obviously it's part of my job to keep an eye on that because you know it's part of the game but i try not to pay as much attention to it because it really really messes me up Mm -hmm. because if i if i post something that i'm excited about and it doesn't do well or doesn't perform well that can really mess with your head because like man people don't like what i like and that sucks um, but I try not to look at it anymore, and I try to step away from it.
2: Well, I think an example of that is the music. You could post, like, some dumb video about, you know, a shopping haul, and it gets 3 million views, and you'll post something you worked really hard on, like a music video, and it gets a third of it. And you're like, what the hell is happening here?
1: Yeah, and I think that's that's sort of something that a lot of um, artists and and influencers are faced with, you know? The stuff that you want people to watch isn't always what they're going to watch, you know? They want to watch drama, and they want to watch... All that kind of stuff. Um, but if if you're proud of it, I've I've realized that if, if I'm proud of something, I'm going to post it regardless. Um, and I try not to think about it as much. Speaking of drama. Here we oh go. Oh my gosh.
2: What is no, this? No, you posted this. I'm so you're scared. fighting Jojo Siwa. Oh, this was in
1: my notes too. <laughs> this is in your notes? Yeah. Um, it's so funny. Okay, I love Jojo. And that was a call out just for her to punch me in the face. <laughs> just for that. I met her a couple times. She's so much more than people give her credit for. Truth. She's a genius. Mm-hmm. She's so smart. When you talk to it gives me chills. When you talk to her, she knows what's going on. You know, I feel like people underestimate her a lot. But yeah, I'd let her punch me in the face. That's what that was about.
0: So not boxing.
1: Um I'd get in the ring and I would put the gloves on, but I wouldn't hit her. I just let her hit me.
0: Is there somebody you'd want to hit?
1: No, no, I don't care about anyone enough.
0: Is there a paycheck big enough to take part in a celebrity boxing
1: match? Oh, uh, absolutely! <laughs> I'll get my ass beat for a check. I don't uh, care. Right. How much? I don't know, man. It'd have to be the right bag, but we'll see. You're
0: like, what is the right bag to to Lauren Gray?
1: I don't know. If I'm getting hit, it's got to be like, uh, it's got to be up there—six figures, seven figures. We'll talk. We'll we'll talk in like six figures, seven figures. Yeah, wow. yeah. Yeah, you wanna- I got a mortgage, man. I got a yeah, pay. you did buy a house. I did.
2: It seems like you moved out of Los Angeles. Like right in there. Did yes. you do that on purpose? Yes. Why is that?
1: Um I'm a suburban girl. I don't think I'm cut out for like living in LA. It drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. Um I don't I don't feel the need to be in LA. It doesn't make me happy. Um I have a really awesome backyard and my neighbors are cool, and I mean, I'm happy where I'm at, and I got a lot for my money, so that was another thing that really made me
0: happy. Do you socialize out there? Do you have friends that are exclusive? To, because you're far, sister.
1: No, I don't have friends, but um, the friends that I do have take the, make the trip. Got it. My best friend lives um, in between L.A. and uh, where I live, so right. she's only like 20 minutes away, and... Uh, yeah, everyone else is. I'll I'll have like a little get together every couple weeks. They'll yeah. make the trip. We'll hang out. But I don't need to see people every day, you know. I have my boyfriend, my dog, cat, fish.
0: Do you uh, live with your boyfriend? Yeah. Right. Oh, Mazel.
1: Yeah, yeah. He lives with me, and we. He actually is mixing and mastering everything that I do. So he makes a masterpiece of work.
0: Really His cool. The
1: album, yeah. So he comes in handy.
0: Is he a music guy?
1: <laughs> yeah, he's he's incredibly talented. He has a band and he has his own solo project but he's really into like the behind the scenes stuff right now it's like his thing he knows more than i will ever know
0: sick how do you guys meet instagram really yeah who slid into whose dms
1: so i followed him and he was like who is this because all my fan pages started following him yeah and he followed me back and then i'd say like Couple weeks later, he swiped up on one of my stories. I was watching like the Nightmare Before Christmas or something dumb, and we were friends for a while before we started dating. Um, but yeah, and then we got together, and the rest is history.
0: Wait, you just followed this person out of the blue?
1: Yeah, he was hot.
0: How? Like <laughs> what? He was on your Discover?
1: Um, I saw him comment on like someone else's picture, and I was like, who is that? Because you know, it comes out of, comes up at the bottom. Yeah, it's like who is that? I clicked on. It's like oh, but he covers his face in all of his photos like from his mouth like his nose down so at at the time he has more pictures of his face now that he started dating me because yeah. i was like you need to cut the but <laughs> um i didn't know what he looked like really i was like oh the top half of his face is really hot i wonder what the bottom half looks like so uh yeah i invited him over and i had my friends there because i was like y'all can't just i can't just have someone in my house like from, without,
0: in, yeah str- an instagram, from instagram like i
1: don't know but he pulled up and i was like yeah he's hot cool
2: His name Dyson. Dyson.
1: Yeah, he's locked out of his Instagram right now. He's been out for like eleven weeks.
0: (laughs) thats his real name.
1: Uh, no, his name's Kyle. Oh, (laughs) yeah, his name's Kyle. That's like his um artist thing. But
0: Dan, do you have a photo of him to pull up? Like, what's up?
1: Yeah. Well. Well. Yeah. He
2: covers his face in a a lot of these. (laughs) I'm I'm looking for. I don't think he has his full face in any of these.
1: (laughs) He's. Yeah. He's made some appearances.
2: Oh, here he is. How do you know? Actually, let me pull this up before I ask a different question to distract distract us. Hold on.
0: Giving Dan a piece of technology to work during these conversations. Oh, is. my
1: God. That picture is, like, so... Which one? This is he, he holding the ball? No, no he's, on the the, the he's on the left. He's on the left. Oh, wow. Hey.
0: Yeah. yeah, hello. Yeah, that's the
1: boy.
2: Giddy up. Um, <laughs> how do you know that someone's not using you for you, for you and they are they actually like you?
1: Well, I think a lot of my exes did. Um, and so you learn from that. You learn from that. But actually, he didn't he wasn't really um didn't really really even want a public relationship and we weren't public for a while um and i feel like that helps a lot just seeing if they can like last without being on the internet but i mean you can see his instagram he posts like once a year he doesn't care and he's happy doing the behind the scenes stuff he likes it and um, I mean, as you can see, he's locked out of his Instagram right now. Doesn't and, matter. To I him. mean, I can't do anything about that, so I've tried. You um, can't. I feel like if
2: anybody could help, you could help. We're
1: trying. Uh, it's hard because Instagram's a a tricky place to to get help. But yeah,
2: they are difficult.
1: Difficult. They really are. But um, yeah, he eleven weeks ago, I guess he decided that um, he didn't want to look at Instagram anymore. It's taking up too much of his time, and he deleted it, but he didn't remember his password. So
0: got it. Yeah. Bravo
1: yeah go him I mean well, mental health break
0: I'm glad you're happy yeah and I'm he's awesome. normal
1: he's so normal we went to Texas um a couple weeks ago we drove there to hang out with his family and I get along really well with his sisters they're awesome and that's really rare so yeah, yeah I'm happy I like him I like his family he likes mine I think <laughs> Mazel <tov. laughs>
0: I saw your TikTok about not being able to go get a glass of water at your boyfriend's parents' house.
1: Yeah, that was like a half joke. They're cool. They'd be cool with me getting a glass of water, but it's always like that. Yeah. You never want to go alone.
0: Really nerve-wracking. Mm-hmm. Dude. Yeah. It's cool. It's good life stuff.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Are you
0: working on this album actively with him in the house? Yeah?
1: Yeah, so um, I did a writing camp, I would say, like, last month.
2: This thing? I'm loving this screen we got here. Hold on.
1: yeah yeah so So we got a house and um we just stayed there for a week and woke up made music went to sleep did it every day for a week we got like i would say five really solid songs out of that did like a scratch vocal we didn't actually cut them yet i have to go back and do that um and then we're gonna do another one for like the second half of the album and then we're gonna call it a day and i'm gonna put it out because why not (laughs) why not
2: all
0: your own money
1: Yeah, dude
2: The last time we talked to you you were learning to cut vocals at your house. Are you still doing that?
1: Yeah, I still do that I actually sometimes like doing it if with when they're around I like doing it with them because they have good Constructive criticism which I need because if I do it myself Fucking I don't know. I'll use probably the worst takes. (laughs) So I like to have other people's opinions but um, Yeah, I still do it by myself if I need to that was like a quarantine thing now that we're getting back I'd rather record with other people mm. and it just makes it more fun. Sitting in my room by myself recording vocals is not fun. It's
0: like Yeah, it's lonely and isolating. It's
1: so lonely and you have to be so quiet. Everyone in the house has to be quiet. Yeah.
0: Look at those photos. What a house.
1: It looks fun. Yeah, we wrote a song in that pool. Oh,
2: shit. When you're at one of these, how much time is actually spent working and how much time is spent just I mean, hanging
0: out and partying? She's the boss and paying for everything. She so yeah, better be working.
1: working. <laughs> um <laughs> no we we kind of split up so there was actually multiple rooms i brought my studio so that if another producer came and wanted to work they could just plug their laptop in okay. i have my speakers and stuff um my boyfriend actually set that up i take that back i didn't set it up he brought my stuff and set it up and then he went home um but yeah we had a couple rooms going they'll produce, everyone will bounce around and write, and once we get an idea going that everyone's stoked on, we'll all sit there, but, you know, people will go up to the pool and hang out. It's it's really no pressure, and I feel like that's when the best songs happen, is when it's not
0: pressure. Who's bringing these writers together? Who's a and r
1: this? So, uh, um, we kind of go off of the relationships that, like, the producers have. Yeah. Um, they introduced me to amelia and they actually write too so they write this girl amelia who's incredible she wrote on a lot of the songs bardo who's producing his sister's a writer so it's very like close it's not like we're bringing in this this huge top liner who had a hit on new music friday a couple weeks back you know it's people who um are excited i feel like that's something that i really needed was people who are excited to be around me um, and want to make music with me. And, yeah, we're not doing anything crazy. It's just kind of family.
0: What story are you telling right now with the album? Do you know? Has it presented itself yet?
1: The story. My story. So my story. <laughs> no, it's it's more of just having fun because I haven't gotten to do that. So this is the first time that I've been able to sit in a room with people that I like and feel myself and be like yeah let's dance and feel hot and write a song about it um and I feel like I'm in this really um pivotal point in my life where I'm transitioning from girl on the internet to young woman and it's a really empowering moment and um you know discovering my own identity and sexuality and feeling empowered through that so that's where this album is for me And obviously we have the breakup songs and the ballads that we're working on. Because right now I just have a bunch of, like, dance songs. (laughs) Um, So we're going to work on the more ballady ones. But it's hard to write sad songs when you're not sad. (laughs) I just want to have a good time.
0: Shallow fun.
1: Yes, dude. Here for it. Nothing wrong with it. And I can always write breakup songs. Those are my favorite songs to write. So uh, even if I'm happy and in love, I can still, you know. I've been through a lot. I can dig deep and find some stuff to write about. But, yeah, just kind of experimenting and making something fun.
0: I'm excited for this album to come. Just because I, I want to know awesome. what an independent Lauren Gray album sounds like. And the it's a debut album. Awesome.
1: It's the, Yes, it is. And it's the first time that that I can, I've actually been excited about something. Like, I think the songs are great. I listen to them. I never listened to my own music before. Um, and I'm, I'm excited about it.
2: Last time we talked to you was cake. How do you feel about cake?
1: Um, it was cool. It, like I said, I I thought that I wasn't embarrassed by it, but I wasn't excited about mm-hmm. it um, And again, the excitement wasn't there from everyone else. Mm-hmm. So it was hard um, and I just sort of had to like get out of that and yeah. take a take a break and take a minute and be like, dude What do I want to do? And that's when I left capital
2: now and
0: you're. now you're doing what you want to do. Yeah.
2: Well, you did mention ballads, and I read in another interview that you did say, I don't have the most incredible voice. I'm not the best writer.
1: No. I'm. You know what? I will be the first one to say that I am not the best singer. I'm not Mariah Carey. I'm not Ariana Grande. Um, and I don't—I have only been writing for a couple years. It's not like I can walk in and be like, yeah, I know everything there is to know about writing a song. My songs are smashes. My songs are hits. Because some of them aren't. Like, some of them are great, and I like them because I wrote them. Um, but I feel like that's the only way that you can grow, you know, is to admit, yo, I'm not the best. And I'm, I'm going to get better. And this is a stepping stone to do that.
0: Yeah. If every day you started your day saying, I'm the best writer in existence, then there's nowhere else then to you're go. you're not
1: going anywhere. Yeah. And, I mean, music for me is an outlet. It's fun. I enjoy it. And I feel like that's what it always should have been. And I feel like I probably would have had a lot more growth that way if I was just having fun and, and doing it because I enjoyed it, not because someone was telling me what to do. Um, but now that I'm there, yeah, okay, like I'm not the best singer, but I love doing it and I love performing and I'm getting better.
0: You're an amazing dancer too.
1: Thank you. That I am good at. Yeah. That I am good at. I, I'm also not a bad singer. I show myself locks everyone else shit on me, but uh, I'm not that bad. Uh, I'm not obviously terrible um, and I enjoy it and I think I've gotten way better since I first started Dancing I will say I'm good at I will pipe myself up on that because I am good at that
2: is, is singing just repetition or are you taking vocal lessons?
1: Um, yeah, so I have vocal lessons um, I go to Nick Cooper who's awesome And he helped me a lot um, Obviously since quarantine it's been hard to get in with someone i feel like in person it's always way way more um beneficial to like have someone there to tell you what you're doing wrong um but yeah i'm still working on it and i'm really talking down on myself i I am not a bad singer i'm just saying i'm not the best and i don't claim to be um it's just something that i enjoy doing
0: do you have a date set for the album in your head
1: Um, I don't have a date set. I know we're hoping a couple singles before or around September. And then September, I'll go and um, do the second half of the album and hopefully after that. Boom. Boom. That's how it should be. Look at that. Why does everything have to be so complicated?
0: You call your own shots.
1: Yeah. I want to.
0: Kind of scary, though.
1: (laughs) It is a little scary. It's a little scary, but it's... it's, it means so much more you know what i mean because everyone's like who paid for it i did (laughs) i paid for it it was expensive so it better be good this was the first music video (laughs) where my notes were so detailed i was like this shot needs to be different i looked weird here like it's the first time where i've really watched a video because i'm like yeah this video is expensive like (laughs) let's let's um let's nitpick
0: and every second costs money
1: yeah yeah, dude, everything. And I'm realizing costs that I did not know existed before, and I'm like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> it's expensive. It's wild. Yeah, and especially, like, I feel like people should um, should realize if someone's independent and they're making music, they really want to f- do it. Yes. Yeah. Because it is so expensive to be an independent artist. It's ridiculous. I mean, obviously everyone works everyone deserves to be paid it's not that it's just if someone's independent and they're making music it's something that they want to do
0: yeah it, it's you're laying it all on the line yeah because when it's all over you could be left with nothing or everything
1: exactly it's it's um it's an investment truly yeah
0: by the way if you want to listen to piece of work link in the description below what were you about to say
2: you mentioned that you're going from a social media star or youtube star to musician is that why you've kind of stepped back from making youtube videos
1: Honestly, um, I still like making YouTube videos. It wasn't a conscious decision. I never really was a YouTuber. I sort of made YouTube videos because I, I liked to, but I feel like my interests just shifted a little bit. Um, honestly, I don't really have anything to, like, I used to do vlogs a lot. Um, I don't know what the, i'd be vlogging now i mean you could vlog
2: the process of your album get people excited for that
1: yeah but i do i have like an igtv series where i do all the behind the scenes okay and there's behind the scenes of the writing camp coming on that so it's just a lot of recording a lot of behind the scenes a lot of i feel like everything's already recorded um and i also feel like and this could be a hot take because this is all i see but My whole YouTube recommended is drama videos. Yes. And that's all it is. Like if you post, if I post what I posted two years ago now, it would do terribly because it's all drama. And that's how I feel at least. And that's what comes up for me. And so I don't even really, you know, I only watch music videos or whatever's coming out. Um, But yeah, I just, I don't know. It's kind of, it kind of like, kind of negative it kind of hurts I don't want to watch it
2: yeah you and Bryce Hall did fail to prank the internet was that your attempt at being a part yes. of that
1: yes <laughs> yes um <laughs> he called me and I was like uh, random because I don't really talk to Bryce anymore we used to be great friends but I don't know we we're doing our own things
0: like a long time ago or how long
1: yeah there we used to be friends on like you now like we used to hang right. out in Maryland whoa. with like Jacob sartorius yeah whoa he was wow. like one of my my first three friends on social media when i was 13. Wow. Yeah. So we go way back.
0: Wait, so you, Bryce and Jacob Sartorius?
1: Yeah.
0: Wow. hashtag #tbt.
1: <laughs> yeah, no sh- it was oh. crazy.
0: Jacob Sartorius um, hates me. Story for another day. Hey, this is a drama actually? channel. This is a drama <laughs> <laughs> channel. Wait, now i need to
1: know the Well, let's go
0: to Bryce first and so we'll get to yeah. Jacob.
1: Yeah, we have to get to Jacob cuz that's hilarious. So, <laughs> that's so funny.
0: So this Bryce yeah, calls you out of the blue. Yeah. After not talking to you since you're you nowadays.
1: No, no, no. We've talked in between there. We've talked, but like, you know, I don't know. Casual
0: hellos. Casual
1: hey, but like he's doing his thing. And drifted apart. Yeah. Like that happens. I pretty much drifted apart from everyone because I'm a recluse.
0: You live in another country.
1: Literally. So, um, yeah, but he called me and I was like, it's a far drive, but I mean, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it was... It was... Yeah, it was a failed prank. (laughs) It was really flopped. What was the prank? Clearly,
0: I failed. We were supposed to be,
1: like, holding hands, and then the pop paparazzi was supposed to, like, catch us holding hands, and... I, I only agreed to do it because, um... He actually cut it out, but... I said, give me Addison's number so I can hear from her mouth that she's okay with this and isn't gonna hate me afterwards. Um... And she said, yeah, so I was like, okay, cool. Like, she's in on it, whatever. And... I went, and yeah, he had his mic on, so everyone knew that he was filming a YouTube video, and the prank flopped. So, yes, I drove to L.A. for the prank to flop.
0: <laughs> awesome. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Bryce really focusing Although on there's details. There's
1: one really interesting thing that came out of that. Um, Trisha Paytas was talking about me on Frenemies. And she said that girl that no one knows, and I was like, damn, she's talking about me, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Trisha, was that about you? Yeah, she, she was cause she was talking about. It. I was like, oh my god, like Trisha Paytas is gonna like she's gonna talk about me, and that was um, my big moment. Was Trisha was like, yeah, that girl that no one knows, and I was like, hmm. humbling, humbling moment. <laughs> mm. Yeah, but she follows me on Twitter. Trisha the like, fish. I was like Trisha.
2: We just got Trisha's wedding invite in the mail. We have
1: one. After- <laughs> well, I definitely didn't get one. She don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> he does. But we're mutuals.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's... I don't know. But do you watch Frenemies? Like, you enjoy the drama channels? You just don't want to be a part I, of it?
1: I watched Frenemies because I liked their relationship. Yeah. And I was a very, like... I always need to listen to something in the car. And they were entertaining to listen to. So that was, like, the only thing that I really watched on YouTube or listened to cause when I'm driving. Um. So, yeah, that's how I heard. I got so hyped. I was like, oh, my gosh, she's going to talk about me. And then she said that. I was like, huh. Ah. But no, nah. It's all right though. I think she's hilarious. Wow,
0: Trish, you want to come? You can be my plus one to her wedding.
1: <laughs> plus one to Trish's wedding. Like, Who's Who this
2: girl? Why
0: is she here?
1: <laughs> yeah, she, she's like, oh wait, it's that girl that no one knows. We literally
0: have three different invitations and three different plus ones
2: available. So
1: damn. Yeah, I'll pull up.
2: I'll br- you, you can go with him. I'll bring your boyfriend.
1: Yeah, it'll be great. Cool. I I wonder what the theme is. I'm excited.
0: Okay. Uh, I think yeah. I'll, I'll show. Is it really? No, you have to wear you have to wear white. You don't wear white to the wedding? Everybody in white. She's going to be wearing all black, guaranteed. I I don't want to give many details. It's her wedding.
1: Yeah, it's her wedding. I'm not. And Gerard Way is going to be there. Nah. I wish. Oh, she was
2: actually on her couch like a month ago, and she was saying that her dream is to have Gerard Way perform at her wedding.
0: Why do I feel like Lauren Gray is a real Trisha Paytas fan and knows that she was on her couch a month ago and Um, knows her obsession with Gerard Way?
1: I saw clips, but I know her (laughs) obsession with Gerard Way because I also have one. Yeah? And, um... She's doing the ghost of you right now. Cur-
0: you yeah. are a real <laughs> Trisha fan.
1: <laughs> nice yeah, a little bit. I like watching her. She's she's creative. She is. If anything, all bull- drama aside, whatever I don't even know. Um, she's creative and she's hilarious.
0: I'd Facetime her right now if she wasn't spending one hundred fifty thousand dollars to rent out a beach so she could recreate some f- My Chemical That's Romance what video. what I mean.
1: If someone wants to make yeah. something. You know they want to do it, yeah, dude. Because that's sh- expensive. She is all in, and she's she's she always goes
0: beyond. You she, know, she's
1: yes, but she, that's what's so great, and that's why I watch. Because I'm like, dude, yeah, she got the whole outfit, killing it,
0: dude. She can't. She sat where you were sitting, and her wow. bangs were dripping grease. <laughs> it was insane.
1: <laughs> oh boy, it's so on brand. Yeah, so on
0: brand. Well, because when you are just, she is just herself. Yeah. I do feel like she, you know, and, I, and I, you, you find this sometimes. When you're just yourself, you manage to be on brand all the time because you just are the brand at all times.
1: It just is. Yeah. You ju-
0: yeah, it just is. Mm-hmm. There's no act, no bullshit. Yeah. Nothing.
1: She just exists. Do you
2: put on an act on the internet at all? Or is, is the Lauren huh? we're seeing here the Lauren that, you know, is Lauren all the time?
1: I think that this is just me all the time, honestly. If you asked me that question two years ago, it probably would have been a different answer, but I don't really care anymore. Mm. I have nothing to lose. I think I'm cool. Like, <laughs> I don't know.
0: Were you ever worried of, like, not knowing who you who you really were? Because, like, there's so much internet, like, just... Y- you put so much out there that may not be you. You lose track of who you could be.
1: Absolutely. And I think... um I think that this whole like covid i know it sounds so cliche but it was the really like i had a lot of self-reflecting mm-hmm. and i was like damn i'm really sad like this sucks i don't i don't like myself i don't like the stuff that i put out like it sucks and i mean obviously i didn't have some dramatic appearance change and i you know came out a whole different person but i just stopped caring as much and um had more fun and made friends with the people that I wanted to be friends with not the people that were gonna bring views because that's something that I I can't like I physically can't make myself do that I can't be in a group of people I actually went to a party recently and it's so depressing like the the influencer parties I'm not going to lie they're depressing you look around and everyone's just so bored yeah. and no one's really friends and I'm like man this sucks like I love having my friends like my my boyfriend's sisters and whoever else my makeup artist and hair like those are my those are my friends and I have way more fun that way and I played the game for so many years that I just I can't do it anymore it's draining How old are you? 19
0: Wow and you're already jaded, already over it.
1: I'm over it. now. it's not even that I'm too cool. It just, it, it makes me sad and it does nothing for my, my soul and my well-being. Yeah. It just drains me and I don't need to be a part of it. I've, I've realized that I can, I can be successful without being attached to other people and, and being, you know, at Boa Steakhouse. I don't know where people go
0: anymore That's, boa but you know what?
2: You yeah. look at those influencers uh, instagram stories and it looks like it's the most fun in the world and like you said you go there and you're like this yeah sucks. it
1: looks like so much fun and they're like posting and they got like film cameras and pull up and you're like man this is sad and mm-hmm. it? it sucks because y'all aren't really friends no. y'all just take pictures together and i don't know
0: it's one of the weirdest things i've ever witnessed in my mm-hmm. life
1: and it's and nothing really feels genuine it just feels like everyone and i feel like that's part of the reason why i, I left because i was like i don't need to be here i'm happy i mean i hang out with my boyfriend every day i'm still not sick of him and i feel like that's saying a lot so
2: <laughs> why did you go to that party in the first place because i know you're not a big party
1: um i had a little too much apple juice i got in the car and i ended up there and i and then i i you know the apple juice wore off real fast and I was like wait (laughs) how did I get here like this is this sucks whose party um I don't even know whose party it was it was at the hype house but it was like uninhabited Uh. by any of the hype house people it's like the old one that was like way up on that hill that looked like a hotel Mm -hmm. because I recognized it because I'd been there before and I I looked around and it like those houses are so nice but there's like pizza on the floor (laughs) And like let, a frat house. Like a frat house. It's yeah. gross. And you walk down the hallway, and there's just people crashed down in different rooms, and I'm like, ooh, I feel icky. I want to go home.
0: You know, you know, like truth, truth, true truth. and I feel like everybody sees these houses and they see them on camera through this <laughs> th- these very unique lenses, shot at this yes. unique angle that hides all the trash yeah. and the sadness.
1: And there's like white claw cans everywhere, oh, and oh. like people are passed out, and it's. It's like, dude, yeah, nah. I, I like having clean fun. I like being in a safe environment where I feel looked after and I feel like people actually care about me. That's the kind of fun that I like.
0: Oh, that man. sounds like healthy healthy fun.
1: Healthy fun. I like fun that I'm not going to wake up the next morning and be like, that sucked, mm-hmm. and I hate everyone that I was with. <laughs> what the f*** Hey, man.
2: Hey, man. The very last thing I wanted to bring up, oh. and this is the best thing you've ever done, is adopt a one-eyed cat.
1: Oh, <laughs> Poppy.
2: Hold on, we're gonna make Uh, this work. Just you know. And that's when Dan fell in love with you. That's when I said, I like this girl.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's Poppy. He's the cutest little kitty in the world.
2: Look at that little one eyed cat. Why'd you decide to get a one-eyed cat?
1: So I was not planning on it. I went to Petsmart because my dog was on her period and I was like, cool, I need to get diapers. She's bleeding everywhere. So I went and I was getting diapers, got the wrong ones, but I looked at the cats behind the glass and Um the woman happened to be walking by, she said, Oh, you wanna go in, pet him? I was like, Yeah. So (laughs) she opens the door and there's like a mom and a baby and I'm looking and they're all cute. And she goes, This one is the nicest, but he has one eye. And I was like, Yeah, you need Bring it to me. And he was instantly like so sweet. I actually thought he was a girl for the first couple months, um, because his his records were conflicting. I think he had a sister. And I think that they kind of grouped them together on their records. So, um, and also his name's Poppy. So I thought, girl, I don't know. That that may have been like rude to assume. But, um, yeah, he's awesome. And he started doing this thing now where he climbs on my headboard. His depth perception is off. Got it. So if he's going to jump on something, he does miss
0: <laughs> quite a
1: bit. Um, but he's, he's really helpful. There's a lizard that came to the house. He got it. Oh, wow. He like, <laughs> yeah, he kills it. Literally. Sick. He's out here and he's awesome. And I, I have a cat back home who's a. So it's a nice change of wow. pace with cats.
2: I love it. Oh, yeah. here's another picture. You got another one? Oh. Yeah,
1: that's when he was a kitty. You know, he's still so small, though. Um, he's tiny for a cat. And you know, I have a fish, I have wow. my cat, I have my dog, and they're and all great. And a boyfriend, yeah, who is a huge help. Like, how, how old do you feel? I feel at least mid-20s, dude. Okay. Like, <laughs> There's a lot. Um, I Sometimes I um, have moments. The other night I had my boyfriend's sisters over and um, their boyfriends, and one of their boyfriends was taking a shower upstairs, and um, we, I heard what sounded like rain inside the house, and I was like, oh, it's raining in here. And I was like, wait, no, it's raining in here. <laughs> Went to the dining room, just water pouring <gasps> from the vent, what? And I own this house now, so you, you called nobody except
0: for you. There's
1: no one to call. Mom's not there, and I'm just watching. So I like get a bucket, and we like put it under and put towels all around it. And I was freaking out because they're. I'm like they're gonna have to cut into the wall. Yeah. Like this is real. This is like real life. And it ended up being the the plumber came out and he was like, Nah, you just you just need a new uh, shower head. Just leaked a little, and I was like, Oh, cool. He didn't charge me though, sweet guy. Oh what? Yeah, shout
0: out Vinny. Vinny. <laughs> shout out Vinny. Final thoughts there, Daniel. I think I pulled up enough.
1: <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Anything else?
0: No, I think we're good. Cool. Piece of work. Yes. Oh, you're about to say something.
1: No, that was it. I was just laughing. Having Pe- a good time.
0: Piece of work. That is uh, the new single. Link in the description below. Lauren Gray, everybody. Woo. 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 Hey, beautiful human, you made it to our conversation with Lauren Gray. Thank you so much for giving us your time and energy today. We really appreciate you. Please subscribe to our podcast, share it with those you care about, and listen to Lauren's music. For now, be safe, hug your family, and don't go to jail. Have an amazing day. I'll talk to you soon. Peace and love.